Hello and welcome back to the Branding Opinions Podcast. This is Crystal. And this is Carmen. And we are back. Yes. And another meme has gotten the best of us. Ciao. Listen. <laughs> Crystal be finding them, Lord. Let me tell you. And then I just be looking like, Ooh. oh my God. <laughs> oh my God. Sorry. <laughs> I couldn't help it. It came out of nowhere. I couldn't stop it before it happened. <laughs> My God. You gotta find a real one after that. Okay. Anywho, anywho. Um, so she sent me this, you know, via IG, because that's how we communicate when we're not recording. Um, so it says, um, my mom said, quote, stick with the guy that loves you, not the guy you love. Because the guy that loves you will go to the end of the earth for you. But the guy you love will only love you on his terms. She's always said a woman can grow to love someone, but a man either loves you from the start or doesn't. And my argument is with this, the woman can always learn or grow to love someone. I detest that idea. And let me tell you why. I feel like it sounds so much like women you know, take what they can get. Like we can learn to love what we don't actually love. We can settle. We can, you know, we, we, we can just deal with what we get, what we've been given. You know, like we don't really have a, a strong say in this thing that we're not selective, that we're not looking for quality uh, in men. You know, it's like for me, like while a lot, a lot of the things that, that, scenario entails might be true I feel like it just gives women like this very small role of just accepting everything as it is and learning to deal with it and I hate that I agree I agree with everything that you just said I mean this is just I feel like women unfortunately as much as we hate the patriarchy we kind of do our best to prop that shit up at the same time. And I feel like this Amen. statement is, is doing just that because here you are again, reducing women, right. To lowering their standards. And like you say, Crystal, just taking what's been made available to us. And I don't like that because you're not going to make me feel bad for having standards. And um, you're not right. going to make me feel bad for sticking by those standards because I said it a hundred thousand times on this show, Crystal. There's a difference between being alone and lonely. Okay. And I feel right. like a lonely woman, not all, those are the ones who just will take whatever comes because they're just tired of being alone. You see what I'm saying? I mean, or being right. lonely, being lonely. Correction. I, right. I, I'm just not, I'm not built like that. Was I in my younger years? Sure. We all were at some point. Like you want to be, you know, with the guy that you like. And, you know, even though he's got some quirks or some things that you don't like, you just like him on your arm. Like I get it. Those are valid feelings as well. You know what I'm saying? But when you know better, right. you but do even better. In that sense though, Carmen, you selected that guy, you know, yeah, that's true. That's true. You selected that guy. You didn't learn to accept him. It didn't. You weren't forced upon. He wasn't forced upon you. Like this, is all you gonna get, girl. That's the best you got. And oh, I'm gonna deal with him. No, you you like that guy for yourself, and that's who you, you decided to be. Arm candy. So I feel like this particular statement. This is coming from an older woman, clearly. Okay. Who's been 
she's jaded now she's feeling some mm-hmm. type of way she hasn't worked through whatever pains or traumas that she's gone through from 30 plus years of dating you know what i'm saying various types of men and so I see pain in this and you know how we get with these memes girl we read all kind of stuff into them but I see pain here I see let down I see someone who morphed from love is enough to stability is now the priority you know what I'm saying absolutely um, and I've already said before that's very unfortunate and as I said before like if I'm going to just look at me as a person and how I do things um I don't want security is great. It's awesome. But I want what I have to be based on love. Cause I feel like if I, if I actually love you, not understand how they're saying like, you want the man to love you. And if the man don't love you, then you doomed. But I feel like I, I have nothing. If I don't have love, like there's nothing that that man that loves me will have from me. I will be a piss poor woman. I would be crap to him. I wouldn't respect him. I wouldn't respect myself. I would be in the worst position ever to just be settling for a man that I don't truly love. So I have to make a point to make sure I love the man. Like that's that's the that's the the, the one I select. I'd rather love the man and love and and because he loves me. First of all, let's just say this. First, I don't feel like me as a woman or any woman for that matter is just going to be fought. Well, okay. I gotta change that up. Everybody doesn't know how to make the best decision for themselves when it comes to love mm. because they don't know who they are, right? Mm. But once you know who you are, right? Once you figure that out, you know what it takes to be happy, right? And then you are working in that, you know, with that in that setting where I know what it takes for me to be happy. So who am I dealing with? And the men that you're dealing with are making you happy. So there has to be some level of respect and love in that relationship. And if that man wants to marry you or y'all are together in whatever uh, situation or whatever, y'all have something. Now, I get where, you know, they're trying to protect your feelings and self-preserve, preserve you by having somebody who loves you. But love is not enough when it's not reciprocated. And that's the same problem that the woman's going to have with the man who they're claiming doesn't love her in return or in his own terms. But I feel like love has to be real for somebody. Right. And if the woman is going to carry the brunt of the relationship anyway, I said it, she might as well love this man. Valid point. (laughs) (laughs) Valid point. But what stuck out to me the most, and maybe this is just Carmen being Carmen, we do all the work because I think that there are very few instances where a man will take initiative to do anything, you know, it's not a problem until, you know, it's brought to their attention. But God damn it, sometimes you're tired of always having to bring something to someone's attention. Like, why aren't you paying attention? And I find that, or I feel that well, sometimes men, they're just not as perceptive as we would maybe like them to be. Okay, okay. But so this this goes into, this goes into that area of... Katie and Derek for me, right? You know how Katie kept saying Derek did not take the initiative, whereas all of the viewers said Derek took more initiative than you, mm-hmm. right, Katie, or whatever. So I feel like it depends on whatever the initiative that you're noticing. You understand? Like, if, if something is important to you and it might not be that important to your partner, of course it's going to stand out more to you. And that's where communication will have to come in and be your best friend. So you can explain that to them. It's not always, it's not necessarily always like having to tell them. Sometimes they don't see it like you. 
sometimes they don't feel it like you. They may legit think it's all good. This is a real thing. I kid you not. I have been on the side of me assuming everything was fine. And my husband having an issue. And he's been on the side of him assuming everything was fine. And I had an issue. And if we don't communicate this, there's no way for us to see it because we're not experiencing it. It's experiencing it the same way. So while I say, yeah, we can pick on whoever has to take the initiative, but we also have to understand that we don't always see it the same way. Okay. Okay. I can agree with that. I have a question for you. Okay. Do you think that Molly Mm -hmm. is partaking in this sentiment do you think that molly is constantly looking for men who are more into her than she is to them but it always ends up her being more into them did that make sense i yeah i get get the question you do you think she's actively pursuing guys who will be more into her yeah and i'm gonna say no i don't i don't feel like that's her aim at all um, I feel like in Molly's case, it would help her out a whole lot. But in Molly's case, it would still work out against her because Molly doesn't understand how to reciprocate at all. Uh, listen, listen, Molly is on the <laughs> love struggle bus, been on the love. not I won't say love struggle bus, relationship, situationship struggle bus mm-hmm. since season in a okay okay listen she and for her to be an attorney i think i put this on twitter and my little tweet blew up follow me on twitter paid about a pound (laughs) um i was just like for her to be an attorney the way that she jumps to conclusions with no evidence and the way that she moves off of emotion without any you know anything concrete i just be looking at her and just shaking my head like mama what are you doing what are you doing? Like, maybe she's like a, um, she's got a form of like Asperger's where <laughs> she's great in like professional settings, but like in personal settings, like she's completely inept. Maybe. <sighs> right now, I so I feel like Insecurity is doing a good job of showing us every character's insecurities, right? Mm. And so I feel like Molly's insecurities, you know, put her in position to jump to conclusions all the time. Whether they're for her or against her, she's always jumping to a conclusion because of her insecurity. And, like, I thought it was laughable that she assumed that her and Asian Bay was on, like, the same page regarding her schedule and work because he understood it twice you understand like i, I was laughing like oh you're a fool oh you're a complete and utter fool you know <laughs> like laughing like molly you don't get anything do girl you? that that you know? took and me so down it's just like, that took me so i'm just like chick like he understands but he still feels like put on a back burner which nobody likes not one soul so it's just like girl like come on with it like you gonna have to make a sacrifice a time or two just to make this man feel important if he's important to you because that's how that works you just you know i'm glad she was smart enough in the moment when he actually made plans and i really feel like he's smart to kind of give her give her a demonstration of what she's doing to him because i feel like that was straight um illustration right there Mm -hmm. like this is what you're doing to me if you like it, then I'll you continue. If you don't like it, you better stop soon. Right? And so he gave her that and she I'm glad she took it like a woman and understood what it was and let him do his thing. Even though she had the nerve to kind of be somewhat upset. Like he's not on your time. If you know, y'all have thing, a relationship. If it's one thing that Molly has, it's the nerve. Okay? Because 
<laughs> she, I just, I, I don't know if it's just like blinders that she has on or if she's just truly a selfish person. Like I can totally understand when her, when she said that, you know, she's never been with anybody or serious enough with anybody to have to coordinate schedules. But if I was uh-huh. Andrew, I'd be like, what? Like you, what? Like what? Like that would have been a red flag to me. You know what I'm saying? But this LA, so maybe they do things differently out there. But, I but, I mean, like, but at I, a certain I, I age, though, you haven't had any type of significant long-term anything at 30 plus. That's I a mean, that's, that's not really fair to say because I get it. You should have experienced something, but at the same time, like because of her poor skills, this is why she has it. Her skills are poor, so it's going to prohibit her on every, every level. It Valid is a red point. flag, but at the same time, eventually... If you're going to be with anybody, are you going to have anything? There are going to be serious, serious issues that y'all have to communicate through to make this decent person better mm. to deal with. You understand? Mm. Like, you know, so I feel like it's one of those workable things. I feel like right now with Asian Bay and only with Asian Bay, Molly is buildable, moldable to become a decent partner. Because if he's highly understanding and he's not, you know, holding much against her, he, he likes her who she is or whatever and he likes how he feels around her he just wants to make sure she makes him a priority there are some things about her that he can deal with and they can work through a lot of the stuff that he feels are a little bit harder and I feel like hopefully she sees this in this relationship and she doesn't ruin it because she has never had this before she has never been in a situation where dude was willing to work with her shortfalls and because of this, she's feeling herself like no other girl. Like I said, in, that, in the episode where he called her and apologized, she immediately felt justified and immediately felt like she was better than Issa in that moment. And they kind of had conversations going tit for tat or whatever. Mm-hmm. But if you paid attention to Molly with her, you know, at work in her little work setting with other attorneys or whatever, I can feel like she felt she was looking around that room and the feeling that she had was like, these are the women I'm supposed to associate myself with. Mm. But if she got down and dirty with each and every last one of them and knew them on a personal level, she would understand that even they had their crap, you know, that even they had their ugly side. And so while you're harshly judging your good friend, your best friend, you're wrong because you, you're judging her for her mess, but she's also coming out of it. And you're looking at these women like their mess is somewhat better because they're professionals. Mm. I hear what you're saying. I think those are very valid points. So I guess this will be like an insecure, like mashup, right? Um, yeah, it's what it is. I, I feel like here's what I think has happened with Condola and Lawrence. I feel like what happens when the guy uh realizes that he's more into the chick than she is to him because we see uh at the the friends giving when drunky was like oh this is so great for condola she really needed something fun after her divorce and you see lawrence kind of deflate question him yeah yeah you see what i'm saying so what happens when the guy knows that he's more into you than you are to him. He slides into his ex DMs. That's what the fuck happens. <laughs> <laughs> Listen, so perfect, perfect, Carmen. Insecurity. Insecurity is showing us Lawrence's insecurities like no other. Like bad. he so he is struggling with the idea that, you know, 
he might be, you know, pushing up on this woman more so than she would like him to. Like, you know, she's telling him, you invited yourself. You know, I just didn't tell you not to come. Mm. You know, I didn't want to make things awkward or whatever. So here you are or whatever. And you were fun. It was fun to be around. But don't let nobody else tell you what this is. You know, let that come from me or whatever. But if you go listen to other people, uh, should I be worried about I mean, let's keep it real because mm. she's uh, very alive and well in both of our realities. Okay. So let's not go there. If I'm supposed to be like this strong, mature woman when it comes to you and your dealings or whatever, why are you, you know, coming at me for, you know, how I'm handling it? Right. So to me, I just feel like that's a great play on the topic, you know, that we initiated with the, you know, uh, women can learn to love, but men need to love you from the jump. But I'm like, when this, when this is like, switched out when it's the man and we're expecting him to be able to deal with the fact that this woman may or may not love him does he want does a man pursue a woman who loves him more than he loves her so he can feel like he always has the upper hand if you Lawrence you do shit <laughs> <laughs> I mean, but I'm saying like is, is this the way for men to be comfortable I mean, I mean, cause like, look at it. If women are, if you, if you are in fear that a woman's going to love you on her terms, then you would never put yourself in position to, you know, basically her not love you more. I feel like the whole premise of this, this idea of protecting yourself is a setup for failure. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. I mean, you know, I know our listeners think that I hate men. I just mm-hmm. dislike them strongly. Men are just as afraid of being hurt as women. Look, that is just the, the brass tacks of the matter. Everyone is afraid of being hurt. Everyone is af- afraid of being played out here looking crazy. Like it's real. You know what I'm saying? I think that um, men are just usually in the position of being the ones that get to walk away when they get ready. You know what I'm saying? And so it and really is. And that would uh, disagree with you and say women are usually in a position you know like no because it's usually women you know who feel this urge to hold on and and deal with a whole bunch of shit that they really don't have to all because on society says you gotta have a man so no 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 i would argue that point tooth and nail sir if you want to talk about it hit me up in the dms i would love to bring you some clarity <laughs> bam and it's just like that anyway <laughs> Yeah, just to clarify my point, like protecting yourself, let me just make sure everybody understands I'm talking about like when you're trying to protect your heart yeah. because you're, you're telling yourself security is most important as far as like, I know this man loves me and he wants to make me happy. So let me just let me settle here and get comfortable here because of this type of person that he is. And that's the only way I'm safe opposed to you actually putting your love on the line. Because like you said in your um, episode on Shades of Grey podcast, you guys need to go listen to it. Cost of a mission. Like there is no guarantees, you know, love itself is a risk. Okay. And I know we are not into, you know, the risk of being hurt or the risk of being in pain or the risk of losing love or whatever the case you, whatever you fear, whatever, but it's not a guarantee. But let me tell you, you get the most out of it when you are willing to put your heart on the line because that's how much you love this individual. You get the most out of it because guess what? Even if it doesn't work out, you at least know you are not afraid to love. Mm regardless and 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 love has to be one of those fearless things true 
love has to be one of those fearless things. And that's when you know when you're strong, right? Mm. You're not necessarily, you're not foolish because you're, you know, willing to give your heart. You're more responsible because you know what it feels like to be in pain. But once you realize that, you know, this experience has taught you something that you wouldn't have known otherwise, and you're going to take this experience and become greater with it, and you know you deserve love, therefore you will in inevitably find love and experience it that's what you need to go with and so that's my mindset on it like i'm not gonna play myself in any way i'm not gonna be with you because of security because that same security can also let me down one uh two (laughs) is there's no fix there is no guarantee there is no there is no way to guarantee your love will be in your life forever there is no guarantee to know that your security will be in your life forever there is no guarantee to say that you're settled what you're settling for will settle for you forever Mm. those are great points crystal i agree with every single one of them it's just scary it's just petrifying it's just it's a gamble and as much as it we is. love to gamble, we hate to lose. You know what I'm saying? Oop. And um <laughs> that's just that's just it. And I feel like um Molly been taking a lot of L's. <laughs> so she really trying to play her cards like close to the vest this time instead of going all yeah. in. But I think I feel like she's really fucking this up with Andrew I really feel like it um we get it you are a career woman but like you mentioned previously Crystal like nobody want to feel like they're like number two on your list of things to do that day you know what I'm saying like nobody wants to feel like an afterthought and I feel like Molly is treating Andrew as an afterthought because she doesn't respect him and let me tell you why I feel like she doesn't respect him because Molly only respects people with a status And it's a status that she gives them. And so since he's not a lawyer or a doctor, he just works at a record label. You see what I'm saying? It's like, what could you possibly be doing other than waiting on me to finish up with what I need to finish up with? And I hate the fact that she feels like she can just pacify this man with sex. Okay, we get it. Men like sex. Women like sex. People love sex. Okay, is it an important aspect of a relationship? Absolutely. But it can't be the only Y'all can't just be going out to eat and boning. And I feel like. And he told like, her that. He and, told her that. He straight told her. We, we out of the, you know, the. Uh, the honeymoon you know, phase. The early stages. Yeah. The honeymoon stage. Like, we be on that. So, okay. Do you like me or not? <laughs> like, and and Molly's only ever been in the honeymoon stage for a fucking nanosecond because she always figure out a way to fuck something up. For real. So, has she for ever real. really had a honeymoon stage? This is Molly's first honeymoon stage. Ooh. <laughs> <laughs> She don't. She, she's she's navigating blindly. She doesn't know what to do or what not to do. So she she's probably gonna mess this up. Unfortunately, um, a lot of people were upset with her not you know hooking Leah uh not not Leah Issa up with the you know with his connections. How do you feel about that decision? Um, I'm fifty fifty on it. No, okay. I'm not. I'm I'm <laughs> I'm I'm seventy percent that was fucked up. Thirty percent. I guess I can get it right. I guess I can understand it. That 30% is Molly scared because she really like him. So she's really trying to do what she can to protect it. And she doesn't want to seem or come off as an opportunist or a user, blah, 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 blah. Like I get it. But the other 70% of that where I'm like, that's fucked up comes from the conversation that happened previously when Issa said that schoolboy Q had dropped out and, and Molly instantly thought that it was because Issa had done something wrong. 
when in fact so that was messed up schoolboy was probably in some type of breach and as a friend she should have been like do you have a copy of the contract you see what i'm saying um right now could Issa have had a little more tact and not always seem like she'd be coming asking for favors sure but i'm still leaning a, a hard 70 that molly was fucked up i didn't appreciate that i thought that was i thought that was foul um so check this out so check this got? out because i because I, I feel the, I'm glad you brought that out because I feel like as hard as we've been on Molly or whatever, Issa has also been showing some, you know, real shady friend, you know, tendencies or whatever. And it's like, okay, Issa, like, I get it. Like, Molly, you know, usually is your go to or whatever. And she can help you out on a lot of different stuff. But you're also being very inconsiderate, especially given the fact that y'all hadn't had this conversation yet. You know, mm. like, I feel like. Before you ask for any favors, y'all need to have that conversation that yes, been, you know that they didn't have at Thanksgiving. Yeah, right. Absolutely okay, right. that's that's important, especially if you're gonna ask for favors. Second, um, as far as like the exchange, like I, I was really mad at Molly when she was coming at Issa, like Issa did something wrong or whatever. But also with Molly trying to project like everything is okay, like because I know like she left it with Issa, like. I don't I don't really remember how she left with Issa as far as like whether her and Andrew were on good terms or not. But like when they're in the group, the friend group, they're doing fine. Yeah, because he understand me and all that good stuff. And so if I was Issa, knowing my, my friend Molly and Molly's telling me no because she doesn't want to um, make, you know, mess it up with Andrew or whatever. That would tell me that y'all are not on the good terms that y'all thought y'all was because if molly and andrew if they were on better terms if molly was doing her you know thing where he she was prioritizing this man there's no way that he would feel like this was like something that she's doing to use him because they would be in a good place but i feel like molly did not you know ask for Issa because they're not in a good place mm. her and mm. andrew are not in a good place her and andrew are in a shaky place and she she cannot request things of him right now she cannot request favors of him right now because she's already you know almost in the doghouse because she hasn't done right by this relationship mm. so if i was Issa, i would know enough to be like that's because you ain't doing your thing because <laughs> <laughs> you ain't doing your job yeah i agree like they should have definitely had you know you know cleared the air before we start asking mm -hmm. for favors 100 percent. i totally agree with that point can Issa be a bit selfish with her friendships for sure yeah like yes. she got a mm -hmm. little bit of she got a little bit of she's not a user dude but she got some user-esque tendencies for sure. And, and um, yeah, that, that, I, I see why her and Molly are friends. I see why. Why? Because they, they do the same thing to each other. Oh, okay. Okay. And, yeah, they do. They do the exact same thing to each other, but like they don't, they, they only notice it when the other person's doing it, but they do the, she, Molly will turn around and do it to Issa. Issa will turn around and do it to her, but they only notice it when they're experiencing it from the other. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah, yeah. I feel like that's why they're friends because they're similar, but they don't, they only see it as bad when, when Molly's being, you know, a bitch or when Issa's being a bitch. Like they don't see, they don't, they don't self evaluate to say, oh, it's me. Yeah. Yeah. I, um, I don't know. I'm just really starting to not like Molly. She's just, I mean, I, I ain't really checked for Molly ever, but this season is just really. And maybe that's by design, right? You know, great editing I think so. and, and I think so. all that jazz. Mm -hmm. But like I say, you also give Issa a side eye every once in a while too. It's like, mm, uh -huh. like what's going on? And then I think another instance in the show that really had me 
really giving Molly the side eye was when they went to do the sip and see with Tiffany uh, to see the baby. And uh, Molly sees Lawrence and Issa talking in the courtyard. And here she come with her fucked up comments like Molly loved to run her fucking mouth right but if you notice whenever it's brought to her attention you know all of a sudden she's got a frog in her fucking throat and she tries to just pass it off as oh girl you know like nah, whatever she be saying and like the fact that she just like i mean mama jumped out of the fucking window like no parachute like she didn't know how high she was off the ground like did the plane even have gas in it we don't even fucking know but she jumped do you hear me blindfold on no parachute she was like my bones will be jello i don't care when i hit the ground right and so so I just thought that that was just real foul. I also didn't like, I'm jumping all over the place. I'm sorry. I didn't like okay. that she she felt obligated to stay and work with the other attorneys because she really did want to leave. But because they stayed, she felt like she needed to. Molly is not a leader. She's not the leader that she thinks that she is. She's Girl. a total follower. Okay, total. So and, I'm glad you brought up the point with yeah, Issa and um, Lawrence in the courtyard because that pissed me off. Like her Molly's body language, even looking down and catching that pissed me off. And, and like the oh, oh, sure, you know, thing with Issa. Like so. So while I feel like Issa has her, you know, issues as well or whatever, there is like some true underlying hate from Molly. Like, what is going on with my, like, know. what has Issa done for Molly to be really coming at her like this? I need to know what I need it to get to. I, I need to get to the core of that. What did Issa do for Molly to be coming at her like so foul? I don't know. I like, don't she's know. just been wrong. She's been like real wrong on how she's perceiving Issa, especially when it comes to Lawrence and that situation. Like, I don't know if it's jealousy i don't know i don't know what it is well i need to get to the bottom of that and if they don't do nothing else they need to clear that up for me because there's something underlying there i don't know i think it, i think that i think that jealousy is definitely a major component because of all of the faults that will molly find a fault in everybody but for all of the faults that she could find in isa while lawrence and isa were together that was always the one thing that molly didn't have was a loving relationship a significant other she always just been flat backing with whoever would pay her just the tiniest bit of attention but passing it off as you know i'm running through these niggas because i don't have no feelings right but you have all of the feelings and you wear them all over your face dear because like i keep saying her poker face is for shit mama can't hold her body language together for nothing that's how i know that you are an associate who just does the grunt work because you can't go into nobody's courtroom looking and acting like that okay like you just can't um Kirby, when you said molly's uh poker face is you know crap or whatever did you happen to see uh that that little um presentation where the nurses went to the white house and that one nurse said she didn't have stuff in Louisiana and Trump folded his little arms like a little two year old. No. Girl, I was gonna say Molly face, Trump got a better poker face than Molly because that's bad. <laughs> <laughs> I just she, Molly just she just really really working my nerve. Like she just really is. Um uh and, and I'm interested to see how things play out with Lawrence and Condola moving forward because mm-hmm. I want to know if she going to find out that literally hours after their tiff in the kitchen 
him sliding into Issa's DMs, like, because like I mentioned in, in, you know, Costa admission, like he was upset in his feelings for literally a nanosecond. Like he didn't even sit and like process anything. And I feel like Lawrence doesn't process anything before he jumps out the window. And Molly for damn sure don't process shit before she jump out the fucking window. Right. It's, it's just sad. And so also speaking back, back to the, 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 the meme, right. Molly still can't get over the fact that her mother was in a position to forgive her father for the infidelity. Like your daddy is a man. He's a man. Okay. Like what the fuck? Like she, I I feel like of all the, the silly quirks that Molly has gone for her, that is one of the worst. Like when you was fucking a married man too. Like what the, I don't understand. I don't understand. The, The audacity of this expectation that your parents were perfect and never had any issues and, and it, and if they did, they worked through them. And you got a problem, girl. I was out. I'm just outdone. Because she's because Molly coming never, around. yeah, because Molly never sit around long enough to work through anything. Everything's always all or nothing. It's either 100 percent great or we got to throw it out the fucking window. She's never actually Andrew to me, unless I'm just completely blocked out of the situationships that she's had. She Andrew the only one that she's ever actually kept the dialogue going to attempt to you know fix something or work on something you know so yeah, it's because like, I feel like I feel like she it's finally coming to a head in every aspect of her life that that's her issue like Asa and Andrew will literally say the same thing every time Molly presents an issue so it's like she's confronted on every level that there is something that she's lacking and she needs to improve on so she's she's listening to both of them or whatever, it's just that she's judging Issa harshly mm. for the truth that she's getting mm. from her friend. That's the only thing. Like, uh, uh, Andrew has said, and, you know, because, like, you know, they're benefiting sexually from each other or whatever, she, it, it's just softer when she hears it from him. When Issa says that she got that frog on her, they're like, how dare you? Mm. Oh. <laughs> I don't know, girl. It's just all working my fucking nerves. I just can't handle it. Uh, there was another in uh, low key thankful, mm-hmm. you know, you know the, the 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 Mexican dinner that Issa had with them all, and they were talking about, you know, love lost, and then feeling like, you know, someone's benefiting from you know your investment and and what you've poured mm-hmm. into into someone. So back to the meme, do you think that it's selfish? To constantly have someone pouring, if I'm pouring a gallon into you, but you only want to pour a cup into me, is that love? Well, it depends on the capacity of the other person. Mm. If they all, if all they have is a cup, then yeah, that's love. But if they have a gallon like you, no, it's not. So does that fall to being equally yoked, or are are you are you do you want the man that's loving you more because you're not? equally yoked with him to be able to reciprocate does that make sense so, what i'm trying to say I, so let me let me say this so everybody has a different capacity of being loving and love you know in love right so if if the the pint person is giving their all it just doesn't feel like enough because you're a gallon y'all are still on one accord if y'all are willing to give your all you get it mm. y'all are still equally yoked if if the goal is to give your all you just have to understand that 
it's not as much. One of y'all has more. You're necessarily doing more. You just have more. You understand? Mm. So that's the compromise. It's like if we're both willing to give our give our all, we have what we need, right? But it's the it I guess the the issue comes when the cup ain't giving it all. And you a gallon and you really have not enough. You understand? Mm. So it's like it's, as long as the people are giving their all, I feel like it translates no matter how small their capacity is. It translates as I'm doing the best I can. Mm. You know, I feel like that is always clear. But what the issue is, we have to understand a lot of us can give and take more love than another one could. Mm. And we shouldn't always look at that as the um, the being, you know, us not being meant for each other. We kind of have to look at it as understanding that we just have different capacities right. to do. I feel you. I feel you. And I think um, just speaking to the last part of the meme that said, mm-hmm. you know, a man either loves you from the start or he doesn't. We can totally see that that's a lie because we see Andrew attempting to work with Molly. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, Lawrence wasn't initially ready to work with Issa after the infidelity, but you clearly see that he's willing to work through some shit now because Condola got his feelings hurt. You see what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. So, right. um, she cut she 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 called him out on that like is it because she cheated on you because if she wouldn't have cheated on you you might still be there and if you and if you ultimately if you look at it okay girl i'm glad we got back here (laughs) because i wanted to (laughs) i wanted to bring out the issue of what happened between Issa and lawrence now Issa cheated on him Mm -hmm. right disrespectful disrespectful to the relationship but lawrence year upon year upon year abused the relationship okay he 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 gave up you know he was like really short-sighted on what he wanted for himself and that app or whatever and like because he couldn't get that thing he he blocked out everything else meanwhile their relationship and what they were experiencing from each other was deteriorating he was literally giving Issa nothing I believe there were some days he didn't get out off the couch or out of the bed because he was in so much depression because of what was not happening and Issa was left to go back and forth to work and support their household or whatever to make it you know more than you know what it was you know so they could even have something because i remember the day on one of the episodes she was surprised he cleaned up so that mean that negro was sitting up in there and not doing anything at all but sulking over what wasn't mm. and he was doing that for how many years look and charlemagne and charlemagne the guy got the nerve to say that black men don't cheat lawrence cheated Issa out of a real relationship he her Okay, he cheated her out of like, real he, companionship. He didn't cheat on her, he cheated her. Period. Period. Okay. And, and when you think about that, and if you think about, it, think about, think about needing to feel like your um partner is there in it with you, right? He had long left the boat. He had, he wasn't on the raft on the way back. He wasn't in a, a lifesaver floaty. He was somewhere else on the island soaking because he didn't have what he wanted so he wasn't even efforting towards anything Issa was alone in that relationship a long time for a, at least for and the last two had, years yeah and that's why she has so much energy to be looking off to the side of other people because the man she wanted to be with the man that she was physically with had checked out mm. and so now you know Lawrence is just so out now here, here we are stupid. Condola's confronting him is it because 
she cheated, would y'all still be together otherwise? And the answer is y'all would still be together if you would have processed through that and got over your your selfish pain because you neglected to in, you know entertain the idea that you put Issa through something similar a whole lot more. So why Issa physically went out? Go ahead. Why didn't Lawrence? Because he jumping through all kind of hoops and shit for Condola marching up asking for promotions that he probably too premature to be asking for. So why is it that he feels the need to jump through these hoops for Condola but didn't have it in him to jump through the fucking hoops for Issa? Because I feel like his hoop jumping for Condola is the fact that he he lost Issa. Like mm. I feel like a part of I feel like a part of Lawrence understands where he went wrong. His ah. pride is just too much. Uh, his pride is just too much to get him to that point to where he should have made it work or whatever. He should have acknowledged it and got beyond it. I think his pride was too much to get him there. You know, he talked to them dumb boys he got. Good. They don't know enough, right? <laughs> so, um, and so they be leading him astray all the time. But I feel like he knows that. And so I feel like, you know, he sees that, you know, Kendall is a good woman. He doesn't want to lose out. He doesn't want, you know, to be the dude he was with Issa with her. So he wants to make sure he is as close to, you know, how quality as he can be so she, he can remain strong in pursuing her, right? Because I feel like he knows it. I feel like towards the end of Issa and his relationship, something finally, you know, went off in his head to where he could be working. You know, he could be doing something. And, you know, when he started doing that, he realized the potential of what he could be doing. And that was like how the doors opened for like the actual job where he is now. Right. But, wh- but why so, does it always have to take the woman finally putting her goddamn foot down or unfortunately stepping out because you can't step up for you to finally figure out, Oh, I guess I could have been doing this actually factually. Like what the hell? Well, well, I feel, I would say, um, maybe Issa is passive aggressive in that, in that nature. And maybe she should have said something sooner. Facts. Maybe she, maybe she should have said, Hey, uh, Hey Lawrence, I get it. It sucks. You, you went to college. You want to do this one thing, but there's other things you can do until that one thing pop off and, and don't get too stagnant. Mm. I hear you. Because it, it won't be healthy for our relationship. And I feel like that could have been said, you know, two months into it. Child. And and maybe it would have been different. So I guess there's a lot of things you could do differently here, but I feel like the way he is pursuing Condola is basically him is us seeing that he actually understands where he went wrong with Issa. And that's why he don't want Issa and her talking about him. Did didn't I say that? I told yep. you, girl. He that's don't why. want Issa to let the cat out of the bag that he is a recovering bum. Right. Okay. He is in active recovery. He needs a sponsor. Okay. He trying to get his 30 day chip. Okay. Listen. So, so that's exactly what that is. You called it good job or whatever. Um, I really, I don't want, I don't want Issa and Lawrence back together. I don't. He I'm don't sorry. deserve her. Um, for all those who want, who want to, uh, see it. I don't, I, I feel like Issa's doing so much better without him. I'm happy to see it. Um, I don't want her with, um, cutie nathan? uh that you know ghost and cutie i don't want her with him i was no, I, I, it was nice that he called with her. nathan i wanted to work it was nice. i wanted to work when it worked but for him to make that move like i don't trust it um i just i just don't feel like uh, i don't trust it so i mean i thought it was nice that he called her that was cute that was sweet or whatever but i just don't see 
a lot would have to go down for me to see it for him again. But as of right now, like she's safest keeping them where she has them. Um, as far as, you know, uh, Issa just, you know, dealing with Condola or whatever. I hope Lawrence doesn't mess that up. I hope like their relationship doesn't deteriorate. Um, I hope she continues to, you know, you know, trend upward in like her career and what she wants to do. And as far as the meme is concerned, I feel like it's it's not fair if you reverse it, you know, for men to be learning to love women. Because I feel like men and women both learn to love each other. Like there is a level of understanding that neither one of us are where we need to be. But if we're understanding and communicative, we can get where we need to be with each other. Like nobody comes to the relationship perfect. Right. Mm. So I know, I feel like men be feeling like women be taking stabs at them. when Women say we build y'all up, but there are literally women out there filling out applications and looking for jobs from men. I'm, I'm it's not a joke. Okay. Look, um, look, I, <laughs> look. It's, it's a real thing. Women are actually out there, you know, working their networks and trying to get these men on. And a lot of times that is what is happening. If it happens the other way around, I'm sorry. I don't know of it, but it may. Right. But the point of the matter, the point, like, I guess there's men out there, sugar dads out there buying their women boutiques and stuff like that. So I guess it, they're, they're, they have their own like parallels and how it's equal or whatnot. But it is not it's not okay to, you know, have a woman settle for a man or have a man settle for a woman because this is where the problems are. I feel like both of them should be pursuing actual love. I feel otherwise it's horrible advice. Mm. And that's just me personally. I uh, hey, as far as like I hear you, girl. I hear you. I agree with you. I just we do most of the work period and then the moment that we tired then we the fucking bad guy the moment that we're just we're depleted because we so busy helping you fill out fucking job applications or asking you to put the goddamn video game down for two seconds look i bet if i turn the wi-fi off in this motherfucker you get out the house and figure something out yeah oh girl i mean i just feel like people should just be like given given the insecurity given the insecurity scenario um you know Issa was wrong for what he did, but what she did, but Lawrence was equally wrong for, you know, what he did. Mm. Um, if you want to go to uh, acrimony, how can you not? How can you not <laughs> see where this man and his battery was just out of line? How can you not see? I'm not saying he was out of line for moving on. I'm saying he was out of line for allowing 20 years. <laughs> He was out of line. She was out of fucking line. You got me full circle fucked up if you think I'm finna be with your ass. Now, I can understand you being down and out, you know, a couple months, maybe even a year. We know the economy is shit right now. It's going to take a long time for a whole lot of folks to shake back. I get it, right? But in this fictional fairy tale ass movie, because <laughs> I tell you all the time, Tyler Perry hate black women fight me let's Ooh, argue so funny. it's just like on what planet is any woman so taraji did that to herself for sure right. and but but he was also very uh manipulative and 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 knew what he needed to do on the on you know whatever mind games that he was playing with her to allow that shit to go down for as long as it did and little mama who came right. in at the end who's trying to look like you know this 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 angel that swooped in and picked this you giving him hot baths and shit girl you are opportunities because you already know what it's worth too 
So do you really love this man? Right. Now you know no. what it was worth. But I mean, it didn't help. It didn't help that she was the same chick from early on in the story either. So she so, an opportunist I mean, too. Shit. Yeah. So I mean, you 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 don't understand why Taraji had to go off the deep end. That was like the funny so, part. Was like, why is she spiraling so? And he didn't he didn't give he gave her back everything or more than what he took from her. You know, it's just the time. Not she can't her time, get back, right? No. Which you you understand <laughs> you understand you can't get that time back. But I'm I'm just like I mean, even in that time, you wouldn't have made as much money as he gave you. But I'm just going I'm just going to leave that there. Like regardless, like. It is wrong for you to be so fixated on one thing where you can't see how you can help in other ways. That's a problem. Man, woman, boy, child, don't get so fixated on one thing that you won't contribute in any other way. Period. Period. To be in a relationship and not even try to financially contribute is a problem. Or to not do nothing around the house. I get it if you don't have no job, but a problem. Like you don't want to. I mean, you you ain't washing no dishes. Like I got to come home. I got to work all day and clean the house and cook. And like, come on now, come on now. Right. Exactly. So here it is. So that's the thing. So it's it's not like we understand people are gonna fall on hard times. We're not saying, uh, you can't you can't go without a job for six months. We're just saying like contribute, because even if you even okay, if we're looking at the matter of time as you know as wealth or whatever. If you're cleaning up around the house, it's something she don't have to do. If you're cooking, that's something she don't have to do. So, yeah, she might be the only one getting up and going to the job, but she ain't got to do nothing else. That's right. Helping. She can come home and relax. Shit. Right. And vice versa. Like, if the man is doing it all, if, if I, it, it, it just works out, you know, because that means you are actively doing something to help in this home. Right. And and that's all we're asking for. Krista fell out the chair. <laughs> no. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. Uh, no, no, no. That's totally valid and that's real. I can recall, you know, many an argument that my parents used to have. Like both of my parents have always worked, but my mom's a nurse. And so, you know, those nursing hours can be grueling. And, you know, she would always get very pissed when she would be working 14, 16 hour a day and come home and the first thing out of my damn mouth was was for dinner. Like, but you've been home for four <laughs> hours. Like, so you t- yeah, you, could, you could have totally picked something up or started something, my guy. So what naturally happened once I was old enough to be in the kitchen and I burned the house down, it was my responsibility after school to start dinner start and dinner. clean and all of these different things. So my mom wouldn't have to do it once she got home. So it was like these men, good, it don't matter. They just used to being just not having to do Honestly, nothing. Honestly, I, I, I sit up and listen to like de- co-workers or whatever and, and you know, they're they're not black. Um, so I hear them and it sounds like they are, you know, these these little these household appliances that are just functioning in these houses and that's it. Mm. And and then they have a they actually have to leave the house and, you know, bring home income, but they definitely don't get a a a, a break on being a household appliance. And that's just I'm like, dreadful. Oof, like who said that break, break, <laughs> why are we break, doing this break up with him okay because that's <laughs> some bullshit him. okay like if you got to do it all on your own anyway what he there for to give you some lousy dick every once in a while girl please girl, like have the audacity to walk up on you and ask you like where your where your shirt's at like what where, where my press shirts uh i think they still in the hamper since you didn't take one out to press it sir 
fuck out of here. I'm Listen, not your mom. I would be so, you know, I, I, you know, I understand like everybody has different expectations because they were raised differently and everybody's situation is different. So whatever works for you works for you. But that's the one thing where I would totally, totally just not be understanding of what you mean. Like, huh? <laughs> well, I wear those shirts. Like, well, why would I know? Get out of my face. You know, like, listen, listen, listen. We, would, we would have a problem. Okay, okay, so okay. So God knows. Ultimately. <laughs> okay, okay, okay. Because we've been here for a minute. Do you have any predictions okay. for upcoming episodes? Um, what, what are you talking about? Like after they talk? Because I remember so, he, uh, didn't he say in the corridor where he said he needed to tell or something, but he what? But he okay because okay. something happened. Okay, 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 okay. Never mind. So we, you're right. So what, what do you think? Tell her? Yeah. That's what do you question. think he wants to tell her? Yeah. What do you think um, he wants to say? I feel like maybe he wants to tell her. Hopefully it's an that, apology, um, old bastard. Maybe it's something in regards to Condola. Maybe he wants to apologize for coming at her wrong and telling him, telling her not to discuss him. Uh, or maybe it's him saying, you know, um, he's proud of her and what she has going. Maybe it's something along the lines of that. Of course, in the back of my mind, I'm thinking that he wants to, you know, say maybe he jumped a gun on breaking up with her. In the back of my mind, that's in there, but I don't know if that's the way they're going to go because I ultimately don't want to see them together. I'm in denial on that, but I wouldn't be surprised. Uh And then, you know, I just feel like her and Amisa and Molly are going to continue to, you know, become more and more distant. Why do you Um, think, why do you think Molly has such an issue with, because first Molly upset because Issa is trying to be mature and have a, a professional relationship, possible friendship with Condola. And now she seems pissed that Issa would even consider talking to her ex. Like what, what, why, why is Molly so mad? I have no clue why Molly is so mad. I just, I don't know. Like, I feel like a part of um, just growing up, sometimes people's roles shift like you don't need them as much and maybe molly doesn't realize like she complains for about isa you know coming to her for everything but maybe a part of their dynamic is isa coming to her for everything and it's not as much as it was and so she's mad about that maybe hmm. maybe she feels like you maybe she feel like they're growing apart and she's dreading it you know, and you know, while on one end she being extra shady, on the other end she's literally dying inside because she's not needed as much. Mm. I don't know. What you think gonna happen? I don't with know, but I kn- Molly and and Andrew. I mean, I feel like Mo- Andrew's gonna continue to tolerate her for the next few episodes. That's what I think. <laughs> That's it. <laughs> toleration. We're gonna get toleration. No, no true, you know, happiness and fun. Just toleration. <laughs> Toleration. I don't know why that's tickling me so bad. (laughs) (laughs) That's so fucked up. Girl, oh, I hear Mary J. Blige in my in the background. What? What's she saying? Toleration. (laughs) Oh, (laughs) in this dancery, girl, something. Jesus. Okay, we know Kelly is going to hit us with some one or two liners in the upcoming yep. episodes. We know that Tiffany's probably going to be completely, you know, uh, suffocated by this beautiful baby. You know, she's going to be in new mommyhood bliss, or, or we could see a crack in that perfect facade that she tries to give off all of the time, and we may see some wrinkles over there in that uh, matrimony. Because it's real. Yeah. Yeah. Maybe change it up, honey. Baby. Listen, please no. 
<laughs> um, yeah, and I agree with everything that you said about Lawrence and Issa and Molly and Issa. I, I'm enjoying the season. I'm enjoying the season. I, yeah, it's good. Uh, uh, unlike most folks, I think that the 30-minute episodes are quite enough because it's a lot to unpack in just them 30 mm-hmm. minutes. You know what I'm saying? And so... Um, They're doing a hell of a job with 30 minutes. I have to say that. Like, that is, that is like tip top editing and just you know figuring out what what what, what's important here so they are killing it if that's just 30 minutes and what it looks like they do a great job so kudos to insecurity and writers and staff and editors yeah the whole crew like for sure Mm -hmm. but i don't have anything else other than the fact that i don't need them to still be looking for that damn toyota corolla fine latoya god damn it Oh, that's rude. That is rude. <laughs> that, that cop just walked away like it's the Corolla. Okay, yeah, they came up. back and snatched the picture off the damn podium. Good, I said rudeness. <laughs> <laughs> it's 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 good. Like insecure is just so much. Oh, girl, how come? Well, I don't remember which episode it was. I don't know if it was the most recent one or the one before. But it, they ended with that Maya song. What you gonna do when you can't say no? When you're feeling the was... show, but I really wanna know yeah. How you gonna act? How you gonna handle that? What you gonna do when she want? I was living, okay? Girl, that was the living. end of low-key thankful when uh, Lawrence slid into the DMs. I was like, okay. mm, girl. Mm. Mm, come on, I was Maya! You for that ending song, girl. I was like, yes. Oh yeah, I think th- I think I was very verbal <laughs> at the end of that episode. I was like, I see it's about to be some shit, <laughs> girl. I was I was doing it. I was I was there. I was like, come. Shout man. out to the playlist that's on Spotify. I totally follow it and I listen to all of the songs. It's a fantastic playlist. I follow all of Spotify's playlists, especially for shows that I really like that have great soundtracks. Mm. So they definitely okay. have the Insecure playlist on Spotify. We are not sponsored by Spotify. We should be, but do, you know, yeah. I do they have it like. separated by seasons though? No, it's just it's just an omnibus list from season one to to now. So okay, because I know on Google Play, who also doesn't sponsor us, they have it separated by season. So they are like it. (laughs) Like it. But But I don't have anything else. Do you? That's it for me, man. All right, we'll see y'all next week. Bye. You have just listened to the Reigning Opinions podcast with your hosts Carmen and Crystal. Be sure to visit our social media pages to join the conversation, access the show notes, and discover our fantastic bonus content. If you love the Reigning Opinions podcast, we love for you to subscribe, rate, and give a review on iTunes. The Reigning Opinions podcast can also be found on Spotify, SoundCloud, Google Play or wherever you listen to podcasts. The Reigning Opinions Podcast would love to let your opinion reign. If you would like to respond to anything from today's episode, call or text our opinion line at 972-729-9381. See you at the next episode.